get everybody rolling destiny. <laughs> Old Atlanta Jack, I told you never to show your face in this place again. And here you are. What gives you the cojones to show up in my town? Go to your hole. Three-year-olds at recess. I cannot put you in a line and get you to do the same thing. My life fucking depended on it. Welcome back. This is Everett with Tales of the Outer Rim podcast. This is our continuation of the Jedi Adventures story arc with our players as follows. Again, I am Everett. I play Shocky Lee. Shock, shock. I'm, I'm Adam. I play Daniel Shanks. play Zach Zaz. I'm Zach the GM, and we will be picking back up in the Qua Jedi Temple that we were in last time. Yep, there was a, a gate that opened. Mm-hmm. Some, some people got possessed. One of them might have had it coming. I don't know. I'm not the judge. There was a tree. There was a tree, yeah. Some books. Oh, some Tuscan Raiders got murdered, and we didn't say one fucking thing, or even have a moment of silence for uh, them. Uh, Adam, Adam, Adam. They were <clears throat> brutally murdered. They weren't just shot or stabbed or like left to starve. I believe they were blown up. Yeah, I also need to uh, bring something up while editing the last episode. Daniel, you shot a guy in the back a few episodes back, a, a good <laughs> many episodes back, and I didn't give you any dark side points. I think it was because it was an on the fly kind of thing. because they were trying to kill us. No, no, no. This guy was running away, and Daniel chased him down and shot him through the back. Yes. Loose end. Retcon. Loose end. Okay. Jedi do not tie loose ends like that. Jedi's make peace with loose ends. Well, he didn't start the fight; he just ended it. So they Jedi, don't cauterize, Jedi don't cauterize loose ends. They neatly t- tie them back to their thread. Right. Yeah. So you guys run a temple, find a tree. After killing some Tuscan raiders, you, I believe, you two found both found your crystals. Yeah. Found some crystals. Shock found a fruit from the chop top of the tree. I did. Actually, all three of us found our crystals. Did yeah, John. One? John took one as well. Uh, that's right. He got some. He has some shards. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because right, he right. hit it with the butt of his gun. I was in the middle. Of, I was in the middle of listening. Yeah, Daniel has how many shards? Did Daniel get shards, or did Daniel actually get a crystal? No, Daniel got shards. That's right. I was the only one who actually got the crystal because I actually took some time with it. I think. I was in the middle of listening to that part when everyone jumped in the chat. Well, you told us to be here at this time, and here we are at this well, nobody, time. I didn't think anybody was going to show up on time. It was crazy. This is like the first time everybody's been here on time. I mean, I could go take a nap for a half hour. I'll be back, guys. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everybody roll Destiny, please. What is this? Yeah, what is this bullshit? Did you rank this? The darkest timeline. Guys, <laughs> just for all you listeners out there, everybody got one single... Pip for their destiny roll, and all four were dark. 
Which means, for those who don't know how our light and dark side points work, we can use light side points to improve or give ourselves an advantage while rolling in most situations. And dark side is where Zach bends us over, ties us to the crate, and tells us we are now owned by the Bothans. Hmm. We'll see about Bothans. Sounds sexy. Sounds sexy. Bothans? Wait, you got got something worse than Bothans? Not that I'm Bothanist or anything. I was going to say. Going back into our recap, so not only did you guys find some crystals and some shards of crystals, Daniel did not get a chance to inspect the books, I don't think. No. You guys got sent downstairs following after the professor, BL Nub, and Mirren, because the professor was just going off and now he felt, oh, the fight of a lifetime, oh boy. And you guys went downstairs, and as soon as you guys got downstairs, you were immediately frozen in place by Mirren, who apparently is some sort of dark force user. And during this process, in the, the north end of our map, which is the back of this room you guys entered, the professor was knelt in front of a small obelisk-looking device, and when he stood up from the obelisk, it was still a professor, but he sounded differently. He had different ways of speaking, different mannerisms. He looked very fatigued, and he was then, at that point, very confidently giving orders to Mjern to gather some stuff from this room. And then they activated this large stone circle in the middle of the room, which turned out to be, well, our players don't know it yet, but it's called an infinity gate, in which they use this gate to cross the stars. And once they left, Mjern detonated some explosives on the obelisk and the infinity gate. And once they passed through and the gate detonated, everybody was free from Mjern's force grasp. And... There was a loud roaring coming from upstairs, and we will pick up with... Oh, Daniel found some writing around the floor where the Infinity Gate was. Yeah. He had translated, and uh, we'll pick up from there. Like a... Coming from upstairs, you guys still have time to explore. I mean, whatever is up there is up there, so you can still explore down here if you want. You can make perception checks to check out the room. You can do whatever you want down here before you head upstairs. Just know that there is something. Can I do a perception check to check out these two benches over here? I assume they're in with close enough distance that I can kind of glance at both. Yeah, since you have dark vision, you won't have any setback die. So go ahead and roll me a perception check. Wow, a complete wash. Well, damn. So you just I'm you a terrible bat. There are some what are these? They're just like small display looking cabinets on the east and the west corner of the room, on the south wall and the north corner. The room is shaped okay, so it's got a flat bottom and it's kinda of like a gemstone type shape where it angles up on the on the the south wall is flat. Two, on either side, you have upward and outward angling walls that go up, let's say, probably like 20, 30 meters, and then angle inward, and then go up another like 100, 120 meters, and then angle inward more to form a point. So, uh, 
if you know what the Jedi Explorer Corps logo looks like, it actually looks a lot like that. All right. I'm probably just going to kind of sift through all that and then do another perception check when I, my roll, my turn comes around. See if there's anything else that I'm missing. Well, this is like a, a, a looking around. You just don't really find anything that particularly interests you on a quick glance. Uh, anybody else want to roll perception? Yeah, I would like to. You guys have glow sticks, so I'm only going to give you one setback die. I got a full-blown torch. Do you have a full-blown torch? Yeah, I made sure to have one before we came in. Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true. Okay, go ahead. Actually, yeah, didn't you hand out a torch to everyone? That's true, he did. All right, all right, everybody. Torch your way around this room. Perception checks. Daniel, are you going to do perception check too? Oh, yeah. Um, For the record, I think Daniel's still carrying the doctor's or the professor's laptop. Yeah. Yes, you are. I meant to tell you that because you have one hand that's not free. So you roll your perception check, and I'll go over to what the doc looks around. The doc is looking around. Doc got two success, two advantage. Daniel got one success. Daniel notices that there are some bookshelves on the wall, old tomes, some of the some of the tool areas, or the, these workbenches. You guys notice there are various tools, components that you could probably use for, I mean, some of these, with the advantage, well, I guess only Doctor got advantage. Some of these parts look like they could, like, are components for weapons, maybe lightsabers or power packs for small devices, different focusing elements. You also notice that around the room in the corners, there are these... They're like small raised panels that on closer inspection look to be some sort of... DHD? Well, they almost look like little representations of of planetoids, like little solar systems. Okay. And looking on the floor, you can actually... You actually can tell that there are... It's... The floor has kind of got relief in it that looks like a ga- it's a galaxy almost so like the floor is almost like a giant map but daniel just notices bookshelves he's like bookshelves shock is just kind of on a disinterested looking around at all the stuff on the it's going around so so like those are buttons on there or like what's with the raised things and like what can i do to interact with them more which ones look so, like the constellations? Wait, which one looks like? Well, you, Daniel, you don't know anything about this. The doc hasn't said anything to you. I know. Each of these, each of these little. Which one looks like this? None. <laughs> so each one of these little, little like platforms, they appear to have representations of solar systems, and in these solar systems, there are specific planets or moons or whatnot that are like raised it's like almost like it's a flat image but then specific planet one planet or moon on each of these is raised so you can kind of like it makes it seem more important than the rest so it's almost like it's indicating to you that the keys for that gate 
they're not keys, but they it may be since the whole well, you've got a couple advantages and a couple successes. So if the whole floor is a galaxy representation, these individual planets might be important in the scale in the scale of something with this civilization or this temple. Because Daniel knows a lot about where the planets are that know everything. Doc doesn't know what Daniel knows, but he has perceived that this whole floor area could be some sort of large map. And these raised platforms could be holding points of interest, essentially. So, And with your advance and advantage and success, you notice that behind this destroyed obelisk of the north side is actually a fourth like marker for a fourth planet. Can I do a lore check to see if I recognize what planets they are? Yeah. Would it be lore or astrogation? Either one, probably. Uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna be hard check with a setback because this map is tens of thousands of years old, so the they're they're not gonna be exactly what you know today. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna upgrade it. I'll take away the setback and I'll upgrade it. Yeah, go for it. You could roll either lore or astrogation. Holy shit. A success and advantage. Alright, so... <clears throat> you know that... Looking around at the galaxy... You can almost kind of remember... The, the star chart from the ship. And if you had to guess... The northernmost planetoid is somewhere in the core, near the core, and all of the rest of these are sp the the other the corners and the south side are all on the outer rim, and you can actually you kind of remember specifically the Corellian run trade spine, and that would lead directly over to this. The the westernmost planetoid. So you have an idea. It seems like the northernmost is somewhere in the core. Could be Coruscant, Corellia, Dura, somewhere somewhere coreward. And then you can make out what would be the Corellian run, specific planets and stuff along the Corellian run. And you think that this one on the west side actually might be Tatooine. This might be where you guys are. You'd have to do more research on the other two. Okay, so I'm going to yell over to Daniel. Yes? And say, hey, I need you to check this out. If I, I've only got very basics on, would you say, astrology? Astrogation. Astrogation. But I think these are. This is maybe a map of worlds with these types of temples on them, possibly. Daniel will snap out of his kind of zombie-like gaze that he had going on with the books over here. Real quick, he's going to stash away like three or four of the books into his bag, along with the doctor's computer or the professor's computer. Computer. So, Zach, do I recognize any one of these other ones as the Waterworld place that we were on? You'd have to find a way to... Do you have a, a data pad or something with you? You could probably bring up an astrogation chart. 
Oh, Daniel always has his data data pad. And you'd, you'd also have to do uh, you have to do a computers check or an astrogation check. You have to somehow calculate planetary drift and like, galactic drift and stuff. So, oh, Daniel, this is something that he was very. I mean, he he yeah. studied star charts and everything a lot, and it'll be a hard people. check. So just do a pass a hard check, and I'll tell you what's going on. Oh, what check? Hard computers or astrogation? Probably computers, but I could you could make a uh, an argument for astrogation if it's a better skill. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Three success and two threat. So the three success, I'll tell you what each of the three outer planets are here. So, Duin is the west. Kaman or Xanthar is the southern. And the eastern side appears to be Chad, the home planet of the Chadra fan. But with the two threat, you're not a hundred percent sure. The core, the core things are are because of how dense the core is compared to the outer rim. You're not a hundred percent sure what the core word planet is. Huh. So can we get? Daniel, can we get? Because I know Shock is looking for his homeworld, right? Well, yeah, Chad. Not, I mean, not necessarily looking. I kind of had an idea of like, it's a pretty, it's a known planet. It's not something yeah. that I couldn't have found by walking down to the Jedi archives and going, "Where's Chad?" They'd be like, "Here's the coordinates. Here's a map." Yeah, everybody knows how planet Chad. Yeah, I just have <laughs> never really had a. But now we have a reason to go. Well, nobody has given me an indication of any reason why I should return or seek my people that are left. So, but yeah, everyone knows where the Chadrians are at. Ch- Chadra fans, sorry. I don't. Uh, shock. <laughs> <laughs> shock. Uh, well, we've been to Tatooine and Xanthar. Maybe we should go to play with Chad. As soon as you say Chad, you're gonna just notice one of my ears start to like twitch a little bit. Cause I've had, I've had, a, I've had it. Like I'm adopted personally for our viewers. Doesn't really matter if you know that, but so like I've always kind of wanted to know who my parents were, but I've never had like a real lure to like look into how I would find that out. It's never you're really talking just... in real life, not Correct. in game. I mean, in game Correct. also technically, but. Yes, correct. So I, I kind of, kind of relay it to that. Is he does he? It would be interesting for him if he knew that if he realized how close we were, it would be something that would pique his interest to the point of going to the planet. Probably not, considering he is technically working and he's very work savvy. So he's uh, got a, you know. He probably would store it for later. He'd probably save the coordinates anyway. So with Daniel's role here, can he understand what this is trying to portray here? It's clearly some sort... With the lore that you know from those journals, you know that the people in those three different locations knew of each other. They knew that they, they'd all split and kind of knew where they were going, and they had communication back and forth between each of their locations for a period of time until the attacks began, in which case they shut themselves off. At least, at least, Xanthar shut itself off. 
You don't really have a whole lot of indication as to what happened here. Maybe it happened too fast. There's also a lot of books here that you haven't really gotten into. Yeah, there's a lot of books that you haven't got into yet here. You could pr- you probably just, I mean, you could probably in- intuit that it's marking locations that are important to them. I mean, Daniel's going to be walking around while this is, while they were talking and snapping pictures of everything on his data pad. Do you have your journal still, or pictures of your journal probably on the data pad? I mean, he's cataloged stuff and made backups. You could. Do a lore check, or even you—you you have a, uh, a like a poem or whatever. The translated writings from the Infinity Gate. You also have. You could have. Um, um, you could have Shock take a look at it also, if you wanted. Well, Daniel doesn't. He wants to get up to those books upstairs too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shoot. You know what? I will take a lore check real quick. Okay. Just to see if he can correlate any stuff from the existing data that he's got, or the existing pictures he's got, and information. And don't forget, due to Daniel's handy dandy research skill, it removes one black die and takes off and halves the research time for any knowledge checks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you ready? He's always ready. Advantages. All right. So you're over here looking at all the different little galaxies and stuff at the core, and you've kind of narrowed it down. What you're looking at here is either Coruscant, Empress Tita, Anaxes, or Tython. Okay. You want me to tell you those again? I can type them in. Yeah. Coruscant. And that sees Python, Empress, Tita. Shock, if you want to do, since Daniel's doing some research and Doc was looking at, at the planet stuff, if you want to do one more perception check, tell me, are you looking at the item? Damn. Jesus, come the fuck. You don't notice anything really useful. I mean, there's a bunch of junk on the... On the tool tables, that could be anything. I mean, you know, you could definitely, you notice that there are tools, but there's also just, like, stuff. And there's a lot of books here, but, I mean, Nothing books in a work, and books that are in, like, a workshop, they're probably just, like, drafting manuals or whatever. You know, you don't really have a whole lot of interest. Nothing really stands out to you. Plus, it's hard to perceive things when you're below the line of the table. That's true. It's true. There aren't any step stools. Can I? I was gonna say, can I find a step stool or like a small rock that I can carry around? Maybe I can get up higher. Oh, I'm like, you just want to pick up a rock? Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll give you a boost die if you were to do one more check. You found yourself a step stool. That's. You want Uncle Zaz to come over and pick you up? Oh my god. <laughs> so with your, you didn't get any success. You didn't find anything useful, useful, but you did find some, some like tubing that you could use for like, I don't know, maybe a lightsaber hilt. You didn't really find any components that you think were useful enough to like use as focus or power or anything like that. But you're, you, as you get up on the table, you're like, oh, this, this is like 
my hand size. I could cut this into like a hilt for a lightsaber, but you really don't find anything useful. You're kind of distracted by Daniel going, oh, oh. Can I get, can I get really annoyed that I won't find it? I can't find anything and go and sit in the middle of the room and meditate while he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a, just a flat discipline check. I won't put any difficulty. This is for something else. Cool. One time, I wouldn't mind failing a roll. Can I go get a piece of that obelisk? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. When you grab the obelisk, give me a... You shit your pants violently. Grab, give me a discipline check. Failure and a threat. Uh, take two strain, and once you grab this hunk of obelisk, it's like inside of your own head, you could hear, Oh God, please, it's so dark. I don't know where I am. Anybody? Hello? 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 And then it echoes and fades off into nothingness. <laughs> what the fuck? You, you, uh, is clearly the voice of the professor, but now you have this, this hunk of obelisk. I'm gonna just stash that, but I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Okay. He just, like, shrugs his shoulders and makes that face, like, well, that sucks. <laughs> can I do a perception check to see if I can find anything useful on the tables? <laughs> yeah, go for it. With advantage, since I can see over them. Oh, alright. It'll be all burning hell. You find a lot of a lot of really pristine tools. You find some power packs that could be used either for blasters or could be converted for use in like small electronics. You find one sizable power supply that could be used to power like a droid of some sort. And you also on the shelf find some some old books that are in a, a language you're not familiar with but appear to have different anatomical designs and notes on different genealogy of different species, as well as, like, some technical manuals. You also find some, you know, some, like, I don't know, some different types of metals that look like they could be valuable resources that you could sell, so. Can I grab the power packs and the books? And yeah, you grab all the metals. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you guys want to do now? Well, I think we should try to get out of here. Yeah, I see no wisdom in staying. Like, Daniel is obviously going to be torn about leaving all of these books in here, but he can't carry them all. And he wants to go check up that check up that, that uh, tree before we leave. Before we leave, I'm going to see everybody kind of, like, gathering their shit and ready to go. I'm going to come out of my, like, meditation. And ask if anybody found any cool, like, Jedi stuff that they didn't pick up yet. I got books. Do you want to see my bookshop? They're pretty cool. If you want to grab some books, you can grab some books. But if you want to grab, you want to grab books down here or books from upstairs? Uh, Daniel already grabbed, like, three books. Like, a, probably, like, a half, half dozen books from the shelves. Down here? Yeah. You can't double the okay. amount of books you took every time you bring up the book. Fine, I grabbed three books. I said three yeah, books. Book, like three books. Like, you know, those six books that I grabbed. And then, you know, 
you know, those 12. That's the 15 books. Those 15 I books I crafted. I'm not. I actually had the entire bookshelf strapped to his back. Okay. <laughs> Guys, did you know there's actually like backpack straps on the back of these bookshelves? It's pretty cool. Nuts. Okay, so you guys are It actually says Daniel Arms go here. I'm going to tell Shock that I've grabbed most of the stuff off the tables and that we can sort through it once we get back to the ship. You're going to see his shoulders kind of drop and he's going to like shuffle, start shuffling his feet towards the door. I'm going to tell him like it's some power packs. I'm not exactly sure what all they are, but we'll look at it when we get back to the ship. I go, well, what okay, cool. I want to see the three first though. Daniel says that as he's running up the stairs. <laughs> Daniel's running up the stairs. Okay. And I'm going to be like, All Daniel, right. remember the moaning we heard upstairs? It's too yeah, late that's where I'm about the train. Daniel is <laughs> running upstairs. And as he runs upstairs, he is smitten by a thousand smitings. <laughs> Of the South's best smith. Oh, shit. For you, you see a gigantic, what you can only imagine is a crate dragon. And it is, you see is the tail end of it. And since Daniel ran upstairs, this thing whips around and sees Daniel and just... <laughs> And I need everybody to roll initiative. Don't worry, guys. I think I can tame it. Okay, so here's the thing. I have the stats for a crate dragon, and then I homebrewed some stats for an adolescent crate dragon, because I think a crate dragon would fucking murder you guys. I also don't think an adult crate dragon would fit in here, would it? It depends. A canyon crate dragon... Maybe they're 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 a lot smaller than uh, the greater crate dragons, which are like fucking Nessie in the sand. So, all right, what Daniel, are we cooler vigilance. Well, you you and the doc are downstairs, so you guys are going. Well, I guess you guys heard it. You guys are aware. So go ahead and roll cool. And oh shit! Daniel bunch, since Daniel made a bunch of noise, this thing's rolling. Cool. Ah, dang it. So this is this is gonna go PC, 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 NPC. So I think it's how do you guys want to do this? You two, Doc and Z, uh, Shock and Zaz are downstairs. Daniel is upstairs, face to well, not face to face, across the room from this crate dragon. I would say you are within medium range of this crate dragon. How stable does the room around here look? Well, it's an old stone temple. I mean, it's kind of falling apart in places. It's true. This is. I'm glad you're finally using there your environment. There's a light side point. Let's say there's structural instability above the archway of the room that the crate dragon is in. We have yeah. to get out. Well, yeah, but we can't get eaten. But we can't get out if he's crushed and you block the passage. But that's not the whole route. The crate tra- yeah, the crate dragon's over here. The exit's over he- the south. Oh. Side. Yeah. Why are we doing oh, yeah, anything we- to the dragon? Let's just run through the door. Well, I mean, you guys uh, got to come upstairs. It's already seen us. 
Oh, I Daniel, guess. Was, Daniel was yelling and running up the stairs, so it's a, it's definitely 100% aware of Daniel's presence. Well, Chuck, I say we sacrifice Daniel and run for the door. Well, yeah, Daniel's Daniel, going to make it upstairs can, before you guys do. You can, you can give me a light side point, and I will say that, yes, you can most likely start targeting the roof over his head. Actually, you know what? Don't don't even give me a light side point. Give me a, say, an average with two setbacks since you're targeting specifically the ceiling. Yeah. And give me just a weapon, your your rifle attack. Fuck. So, you have one threat. Suffer one strain as this thing. I'm not gonna make you do a fear check, but this thing is is frighteningly large. So you're gonna fire at it, and it, it it you're just you're just shaking. Take one strain, and the next PC. Which one of you guys is coming upstairs next? Wait, can Daniel move next. What? Can Daniel move still? Sure. He runs back down the stairs. <laughs> we're blocking really? the passageway back down because we're still coming up. Yeah. I mean, if if you want to run downstairs, like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna? Okay, if you want to run downstairs, run downstairs. Are you running downstairs? I mean, he's just gonna run downstairs and be like, guys, there's a giant crate dragon up You're here. You're literally like on the stairs coming up behind you. Daniel, give me either a coordination or an athletics. Daniel's athletics. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Holy sh- shit. <laughs> success and a threat. All right, so you managed to push past Doc and Doc, but then you trip and fall at the very end. Take another strain as you slam your face into the ground at the bottom of the steps. All right, who wants to go next? Doc will go next and run up the stairs, and can I do a perception check at the top of the stairs to see like what's going on? Because I assume I would have heard if this thing like charged him, right? Uh, yeah, we're we're an initiative, so I mean, this is all happening at once. You run up the stairs, and there's this cray dragon that is like, it's like roaring, and it it's it's looks like it's about to start coming down this hallway. And then Daniel comes down the stairs and says, there's, "Guys, there's a crate dragon up there." <laughs> oh, you're you're already on the floor. This is all like six seconds of of combat turn, so. You can either use another maneuver as an action, or suffer two strain to have another maneuver and still have an action. So, can I do a lore check quick? Do I know if these things have vision in the dark? Well, the, all the braziers are lit in here. For now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Give me either lore or xenology. Probably lore because xenology is like sentient. Well, it could be xenology. Xenology, I figured, would be more like the biological side of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A success and three advantage. So, it doesn't have particularly dark vision, so to speak. But since this... That's it, why it's found a, a, a cave that's kind of its size. That way it doesn't need to see. It can kind of just move around and and feel everything out so no these do not have dark vision okay. but they can taste but you also know that they since they are like 
like lizards, they can taste the air. Sure. So while they won't be completely blind if in the dark, they will have a vague sense of where things are. But you know who will be completely blind? Two-thirds of your party. Not with me, with you guys. Okay, is that all chocolates that we'll do? Nope. I am going to take... I'm, I'm not going to maneuver. I am going to take a strain to do a force check on this sand right here. Your lore check is technically a skill check. Well, I guess it's... it's Everett, aim for the ceiling! Well, I was going to... Oh, I was going to go for force move. Isn't that technically a maneuver? No, it's an action, and so are skill checks, which I believe you doing your lore check counts as a skill check. I like I like this though. What are you doing? Go ahead and make your force check. What do you want to do? Um, I was going to use the sand to snuff out these two fires right here and right here next to the entrance. You could pick one. Um, probably the one closest to us. All right, roll your. Uh, force die. Oh, whoops. I forgot to click out. So, in order to do this, you got one dark side pip. Are you a dark side user? I don't remember. Uh, I am. I am actually on the other side. But I okay. also have that necklace that gives me one plus dark or light side point. Yeah. So... I will take a light side point if it's going to take one just to move that sand and snuff out the brazier. And then... Okay. Yeah. It's dark towards... Not dark, dark. But light has left that... This part of the... Yeah. Okay. Room. Which part of the room? The part of the map that I made dark. Okay, so like... The room by the stair, the part of the room. This is the way right here, right here. The, we're on the southeast. The southeast. The southeast. Uh, there's three braziers. The, there's a southeast. There's a west, and there's a north. The southeast brazier near the stairs is gone out, causing darkness to fall mildly across the southeast side of the map. Thank there's you. Two large braziers lit in the west and the north, which is giving dim light to that section and bright light everywhere else. Thank you. Technically, technically, now this guy is in darkness because that was the only brazier providing light down the hallway. Next PC, Doc. Can I teleport out? You want to use your, <laughs> your Hearthstone to go back to the nearest uh, graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm coming up the stairs into the dark. Only if you're ready to take Rizzy sickness. Yeah. You're going to have summoning sickness, and, you know, I'm pretty sure a gang has taken over that summoning stone, that hearthstone uh, summon spot, so good luck. No. So you're coming up the stairs with your maneuver, and what do you uh, what do you want to do there, Doc? I'm going to pull my blasters. Okay. I'm just going to hang up behind Shock. To use my blasters, do I have to suffer strain to do that this turn? If you want to use them, yes. Two strain to use. I'm pretty sure holstering and unholstering is a maneuver. Let me take a look here real quick. Maneuvers. 
Manage gear, yes. Managing gear is a maneuver. So if I come up the stairs and then I pull my blasters, that's two maneuvers? Two strain. Yeah, the coming up the stairs is a maneuver. And then drawing your weapons are maneuvers. Okay, well then I guess I just come up the stairs and do nothing then. I mean, you can still take an action. You could shoot down the hallway if you want. Not without unholstering my guns, though, because that's another maneuver. I thought that was your second maneuver, was to draw your weapons. Are you not doing that? I'm confused. I thought you said I can do one maneuver, maneuver. which is coming up the stairs. No, no, no. You can do one, one maneuver for free. You can suffer two strain for a second maneuver, which would be drawing your blasters. And then you could take an action, which would be shooting down that hallway. Well, I don't want to start for strain, so I'll just come up the stairs and look, okay. I guess. And then, at that point, then, you can use your action to draw your blasters and just not be able to fire. Okay, well, then I'll use the action to draw my blasters. Okay. All right. And that means it is old Crate Dragon's turn. Crate Dragon just is... real quick, <laughs> since I don't know anything about Crate Dragons, and maybe that's fine for maybe the doctor doesn't actually know but is that something that he would know about like are they like fairly well known i believe you specifically went and did research on flora and fauna of tatooine when you first got here you would know that cray dragons are large carnivorous reptiles they generally like burrow their way through the sand can uh canyon crate dragons are usually smaller and live in caves like this they're generally solitary creatures but have been known to be in small 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 groups at least during like mating season and stuff they generally they can go for a hefty price if you can turn in a corpse uh, if you can get a live one, you can sell them for a lot of money to certain people. The eggs are valuable, and inside the crate dragon, they have like gizzard stones that are called crate dragon pearls. Crate pearls. And they have a lot of purposes and are extremely valuable. And usually, the older a crate dragon, the more pearls they have. And they, you can use the pearls as a substitute for kyber crystals and lightsabers. But they don't have any range attack, like an acid spit or a fire breath or anything like that, do they? You did do a check. They don't. They don't. Mm, I don't know how much I can give you without doing a check. They're, they have tails that can be used as weapons, but I don't think. I think some of them spit, but. Th- That's okay. I can do a, a check later or whatever. But I was just curious what information I would know about them, starting with. Yeah, I think uh, some of the older ones have, they're like Komodo dragons. It's not really a venom, but they have a lot of bacteria in their teeth that could basically act as like a like a venom or a poison because they eat anything, even dead shit. So. And, and I know this is not my turn, mm-hmm. but is there anything I could roll to try to tame it? Now, there oh are talents. <laughs> I just want to There fit... are talents. On trees, specifically for taming beasts, you would have to do a survival skill. But without having actual talents in like beast handling and stuff, and like from those talent trees, it would be it would be very difficult. Especially uh, like an adolescent to adult crate dragon, 
they've all they've already kind of been living their life, they're going to be a lot harder to tame. Yeah, I don't. That'd be very. Uh, that would. Yeah, I don't. That think would not I be advisable. I just long term, I wanted to pit it against Daniel's paperweight in a cage fight. Oh, good luck. <laughs> I mean. If you get a hold of some eggs, that might be somewhere. I mean, you could always... <gasps> there were eggs know. by the tree. There may have been. Who knows? Oh, shit, there were. Were there? Because nobody noticed it with a perception check, so... Meta-booming is fucked. You need to mark this thing and check the tree. I say maybe once you kill it, you could try to find out why it was so aggressive in this, in this temple. But this crazy dragon is going to move here... Oh, God. Oh, God. And... Gently lick shock. Gonna roar. Gonna roar at shock. <laughs> now it's you guys' turn again. Yeah. Um, I am going to run to the door. <laughs> to the left. <laughs> like, to it? And through it. I'll even take two strain if I have to. Athletics? Yeah, I want to see... I think your character has something for escaping, too, doesn't he? That's right, I do, actually. One second. Mm -hmm. I have... Shortcut. During uh, a chase, the character adds one blue tie in his ranks and shortcut to any checks made to catch or escape an opponent. Well, I think that pretty well sums up what you're doing. How many ranks do you have? One. All right, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an easy check with one blue die. I'm letting you know, if you fail this, you'll fall. If you get threat, it's chasing you. Yep. I'm doing what? Coordination or athletics? Uh, I want to say athletics. John, if it chases him, we can go get those eggs. Can I argue coordination since it's dark? <laughs> I, I sure, and it's sandy. So you know what? I'm gonna give you a black die because of the sand. But yeah, go coordination. I move the sand into the brazier. All of that sand? Okay. It wasn't that much sand. Well, then you would have right, had to climb right. over the sand that you dumped over the brazier. All right, here we go. Let's see if shock dies right here, right now. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, damn, I failed. Uh, you oh, failed, fuck. but you. But you got one, two, three, four, five, six advantage. Can I trade those in for one success, please? You look cool while you fell. You fell, and when you fell, you like kind of like fell into the sand that's over here by the door still, and buried yourself in the sand. <laughs> so for all intents and purposes, you are kind of invisible Babe? to this crate dragon. When the crate dragon saw you leave. And it doesn't seem to, didn't seem to pursue you. So no. who wants to go next? Daniel Wilk and Daniel. I won't make you get up because it was only one threat last time. Yeah. But yeah. Can Daniel Okay, so Daniel will see that it's not leaving that little hole that it seems to be in. You're downstairs. You don't see shit. So everybody ran upstairs past Daniel after he tumbled down the stairs? No. No, 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 no. You passed us. 
you ran down and fell. You ran down past everybody like a, a punk bitch. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to run downstairs and tell everybody there was a crate dragon upstairs. I haven't even told you that we were moving up the stairs. And you okay. said you pushed past everybody. That was what that role was for. To push past oh. everybody. Well, anyways, Daniel's going to come back upstairs. Okay. And go, guys, guys! Oh. Oh. I, I guess you've probably seen it already. You'll see the giant crate, dra- the crate dragon sitting in the middle of the room. Okay. Yeah. Let's just... How about we just leave? Then you will have his gun up ready and drawn, but he's going to just inch his way towards the door in the most passive way he possibly can. So you're going to use a... You're going to suffer two strain to make another maneuver? I got one free maneuver. I was coming up the stairs. I guess if you don't take an action, you can use that as a maneuver to... I've got the ring seeds, guys. Oh, you dirty bitch. That's right. You do have ring seeds. Yeah, so yeah, you technically get a free maneuver. I sure the fuck do. still draw your weapon. But, all right, Daniel, you're moving towards the door. Doc, I guess it's up to you. So, uh, can I flip a light side point to say that the lizard is turning towards them since there's multiple people heading in that direction? <laughs> uh, you John. can make a... <laughs> John wants those John. dragon eggs, man. You can make John. a stealth If you get trapped back there... You're 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 dragon food, man. I I love the character's <laughs> excess. I've enjoyed it, but <laughs> you could my lightsaber. I don't even think would get through the 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 carapace of that lizard. It, it's so short. You guys are giving this. I made this thing easier for you guys to hurt. I made it. I'm gonna I, scream I across the room at Daniel, telling him that I possibly have a battery for his droid. Whoa! And we're killing he this dragon. You were, you were Daniel will peeing. stop and go, Whoa, whoa, you've got a battery for Peyton? He found meantime, a power supply big enough for your droid. Anyways, does he start turning in their direction or no? Or do I need to roll? You can make a, a stealth lifetime? check or a, a, like a survival check. You know what? If you got Daniel to stop, I'll let you use a light side point. Oh, all you gotta do is say "battery for Peyton," and Daniel will stop and go, "What? Why didn't you say so?" Uh, yeah, use that light side point, and the, and it's gonna be focused on the door that everybody's running through. All right, can I use both plasters at the same time, or can I only use one? You can use both plasters at the same time. Now, with using two weapon fighting, what you have to do is you. Combined check. Use lower skill and lower characteristic versus the highest difficulty. So you will roll your primary weapon, and if you get a triumph or at least two advantages, you can use that to count as a hit with your secondary weapon. So I would roll with my heavy blaster. Yes, and we'll go from there. Are you going to move first, or are you just going to start shooting? Well, I'm going to roll around behind these rocks. Okay. There's a hole there. Be careful. And then I'm going to shoot 
So short range. I'm gonna shoot for his eye facing me. Shock! I want you to know that it's two sizes larger than you, so you are harder to hit for him, and he is harder to hit for you, or he's easier to hit for you. I was like, wait, what? Uh, also, you'll find out as soon as you roll this attack, he's adversary one, which anytime you do a combat a check against him, it is in automatically upgraded one time. But that doesn't really mean a whole lot right now, because I can roll. It's easy. So yeah, you can roll whenever. Your first weapon hits for seven damage. All right. So you hit him. Anybody? It's now the crate dragon's turn. Does it blind him in that eye? But you were shooting. If you, I didn't know you were, I didn't know you were aiming for an eye. That's that would have added two two black die to aim for a specific location. The difficulty goes up if you're aiming for a specific part, but it what is it, Zach? It like does more damage or something? Well, it depends. If you're aiming for an eye, and I upgrade the difficulty, and you hit it. That eye is is basically blinded. Okay. Well, I guess I just hit him for now. You can do that to disarm people. Yeah. Literally or figuratively. It's it's the great dragon's turn, and while it was looking at them, since you shot it now. It's looking at you, and it is moving towards you. Maneuver, and... Uh-oh. It is going to... Well, I mean, you're squishy. You can just, like... I'm behind these rocks. Oh. You're behind some rocks, so I'll give it... There we go. Now Quick we go. form of water, John. Form of water. Hundred hours. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dead. So, 8 damage minus your soak. No, I'm sorry, 8, 9, 10 damage minus your soak. Well, so, this is going to kill you. John, are you dead? No. How, okay. on a scale of 1 to 10, how dead are you? Three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> With its. Oh, shit, it's got pierced too. You actually. Minus, you take two more damage because it 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 uh, ignores two soak. How did it see me in damage. the dark with my ghillie suit on? Oh, I didn't know you had a ghillie suit. What does the ghillie suit do? I'll let you. I'll, we'll roll it again. John, do you really have a ghillie suit? He does, and I forgot. <laughs> what is it? And vigilant checks to detect character. Oh, but you're not like hiding. I'm you in the dark. Cover behind this rock. is You shot at it, John. It's dark. It's dim because there's two more braziers lit. It's darker. Horsepower. And we're swimming in sand. I won't use the tooth advantage to ensnare you. How about that? Technically, I could use tail swipe to make <laughs> to hit the other two. Doc, I'll give you this. In no, I can't. Never mind. Uh. Man, there's so many more things that I could do with this guy, oh, but it's so mean. All right, the dragon went. It is now you guys' turn. Okay, Daniel will see the doc get snapped, and uh-huh. he will be upset to begin with. I mean, because that's his friend, but also there's the power supply that he needs. So Daniel will go, Shock, we can't let the doc die! 
We gotta stop that thing! And he's gonna run up onto... Uh, hold on a second. Let me use this dark side point real quick. Do you have a, a flash of memory? And you know in your reading that these crate dragons have a specific weakness in their skull. Well, okay. That was what I was going to do anyway. So Daniel's going to run up onto it and shoot it in its, the base of its skull. Oh, you're going to like run up to it with your rifle? Like run up on top of it and shoot it in the base of its skull. He's going to try to right it. This is cool. I'll let you make your athletics check to climb it. Let me... What should I make an athletics check to climb a dragon? Well, you're coming up behind it, right? So I'll make it an average check. I'll give you a, a boost die because it's distracted. And I want to use the light side point to upgrade it. <laughs> okay, go for it. Holy shit. Awesome, awesome. Two success and a triumph. So, Daniel, you didn't... Oh, that was your, your maneuver. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Damn, I don't know what to do with that triumph then. I guess Good I can... Put... Die to the next roll. Can I have a blue die on my next? Here it is. No, even better. Check it out. So your two success, you definitely climb up the back of this guy. With your triumph, you can see a spot on its neck where its scales kind of, like right in the back of its head where the scales, when it's looking down to attack the dock, kind of separate, like on the neck crest. So if yeah. you ram your blaster in there, I will, hmm. Here's the thing, you're on top of it, so it's going to be a simple attack. It's got to be at least one red die, though, because of its adversary. I will give you an extra yellow die. Okay. Does that sound legit? Yeah, that sounds I would legit. Give you a I would give you one triumph, but that just seems like too much to give you. So go for yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Give me your weapon attack. A success to advantage. So nine damage, and with two two advantage. That's one extra damage, right? No, the advantage is something different. Hold on. Because of your shooting it in its weak spot, I'll give you. It is. Let's disorient. Disorient. It'll be staggered for its next turn. Okay. So it can't take any action. It won't be able to take any actions its next turn. And it's taking, what is that, 9 damage minus its soak? Well, isn't it plus, oh, is it every subsequent or consecutive? Success. Successes add damage. Yeah, so it's like 9 plus, wouldn't it be 9 plus 1 then? No, because your first success is your actual hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what my sword would have done. I'm give it a little extra damage too. Uh, all right, shock. You're up. With all of those advantages that you got last time, um, I'm going to give you two boost die. Can I can I get up on one knee and pull out my bow? And you are going to... Aim for the eye. You do want to aim? Yep. Okay. With Daniel being in, on top of it, I'm going to have to add one difficulty because if you get a crit, a crit I get a spare, it's going to hit Daniel. Okay. So it's one setback, one challenge, and one difficulty, and two boost. Three advantage. What can I do with three advantage? Do you have any strain? Are you Have you suffered any strain? Yeah, I've got two strain right now. Suffer, or recover one strain, and also you can get up on your feet. Okay. 
So I just missed then? Or does it hit Daniel? Yeah. No, you missed. It didn't hit Daniel. If you would have got a despair, it would have hit Daniel. And now I believe it is Doc. Doc says... It's this guy's point blank. Do I actually have to aim to shoot his eye this time? To shoot a specific target, you do have to aim. Since I'm but, not moving, use that as my this, if you if if yeah, you can use aim as a maneuver to gain a boost die. And if you suffer too strain, you can aim. A, you can double aim and get two boost or two boost die. It's just strain. Two strain, and it'll you can give a, a second boost die. I'll suffer two strain. Okay, so you get two boost die, two setback die, and then one challenge die. Alright, are we ready? Are you firing both weapons, or just the one? Uh, I guess. Okay, go for it. There we go. Three threat, and two success. So, eight damage. Oh, you hit his eye, right? You shamed directly for his eye. So, this thing is now blinded in one eye, so it's going to... Does my second success mean my other blaster hit, or...? No, you have to have two advantage or a triumph for that. It just does an extra point of damage on this on your first blaster. With your three threat, your second blaster, your light blaster, it didn't. the reason it didn't fire is because the battery pack is depleted on it. So you'll have to change that battery pack with a maneuver, as a maneuver, or just use the one heavy blaster from that one. So we'll go ahead and stagger the crate Dragon this time, and we'll take a break real quick. Hope you guys are enjoying Tales of the Outer Rim, Jedi Adventures. We'll end here with the crate Dragon battle, the heat of the battle. Come back next time to find us tame a dragon. Okay. Doc has been slammed for a tremendous amount of hit points, while Shock and Daniel have tried to escape the crate. And once Doc revealed he had something precious for for Daniel, the tides of the battle quickly turned while Daniel climbed up on the back of the dragon and Shock has begun to take aim with his bow. See how the battle concludes next time on Tales of the Outer Rim. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Son of a bitch, we literally just started. Adam, stop putting the mic in and out of your pants so we can hear each other talk. I'm waiting for the next thing to come over Adam's mic to be. Adam's gone. This is Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. I have taken control. Some sweet ASMR dog panting for two hours. Maybe some spooky toys. I don't know. I'll mix it up. Consider yourself muted. Eat, 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 eat,